Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. This episode of Heroes of the Horn is brought to you by Charlotte Sedai. The way back will come but once. Be steadfast. Welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Welcome to our Wheel of Time book club. The horn has sounded, and we have answered the call. Today we are covering The Dragon Reborn, chapters 20 through 27. Yes, sir. Ez, and it's a great time, man, because there was some big news the other day. We did a YouTube video on it. You can go check it out. But... Uh, to me, the big one is we have a casting of men for the TV show. That was like the one character we were really like, you know, before, you know, we were thinking she may not even be in the show, right? That, you know, yeah. we were we were talking about that and just saying, you know, I don't know. You think about TV and do you just blend all these characters? And there's right. just so many different ways you could think about doing it. But uh, we find she's finally cast. So now that should also give us some idea about what we're going to see in season one, which to me, I mean, Amin only shows up in the eye of the world for that one little part. So that to me, boom, we're finishing to the great hunt in season one. That's yeah. where that's where it's that's where it's ending. Um, and I so I think really season one is going to be eye of the world, great hunt and new spring. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think I, I've I have a buddy who's like eh, I think we're gonna get maybe some some Dragon Reborn stuff in there and I'm just like that's a lot so that's a lot that yeah. to me that to that to me seems like what season one's gonna be. No, I like that. I actually think uh, yeah. Let's let's uh, jump right into this. This is uh, Kay Alexander, right? Who was cast as as men. Um, we now again we we had from Rafe Judkins that yeah, of course men's gonna be in it, but then people were like, right. well, to to what degree? Um, right. When will it, we see her? Right. And if you only do have that little tiny um, thing from the eye of the world, well, then then, you know, how, how much right. are, are you really going to cast a whole for a whole season? You're going to cast like the men, the actual men. And you're going to like show us who she I mean, I don't know. It just seems like they're going to show us a lot more. And there's rumors that it was going to go all the way to uh, what happened in Falma with uh, right. the great hunt. So let's do it. I mean, she's significant in that. Uh, the second book, so she's huge. I mean, she's very, very, yeah. very important. Big I mean, deal. Yeah, you almost <laughs> can't even show like even if you were only going to do the events of the Eye of the World, you would have to find some way to make her a bigger, a bigger part of that. I think if you're doing a TV show because of just her abilities and what she does see and the symbolism around her and even the things that she passes on to other characters, her viewings, they're they're huge. Right, they're so important. Right, yeah. Huge. So yeah. it's cool. It's cool. Um, Kay Alexander, the only other thing I know her from, 
Uh, she played Leaf, you know, one of the children of the forest in Game of Thrones. If you kind of remember her from that. Um, but uh, she's like 5'1". I think Min's 5'5". Five five. So I think, you know, hey, I think she's a pretty good casting. I think it's going to work. And uh, yeah, exciting. Exci- exciting news. So um, yeah, we uh, also had uh, Sue yeah. San Chan um, uh, an- uh, announced. So we're going to see see her as well, right? The Armland seat. So that's, I mean, that's cool. I mean, again, I mean, to me, you know, I talked about it in that YouTube episode. I think that that episode that's called The Flames of Tarvalin, I think is going to be a, a female set, uh, heavy episode right you know the shows shows bounce around sometimes you you know you you don't see a character for a couple episodes things like that um and so boom i think that now we have men in there it's gonna be it's gonna be like Nynaeve's trial right um and yeah then, you know which means hey i think the next i said it on our youtube video today i think the next next wednesday because they announce cast members every wednesday i think next wednesday they're announcing elaine let's go wow Wow, that would be that would be crazy. I did see some of the uh, the thread on that, and there was a b- bunch of people saying like, "Where is House Trakhan? Like, what is? Why aren't we seeing mm-hmm. some of those things?" But yeah, you, we're still filming. They're still working on it, and uh, they're they're kind of spacing this out. I told you that I thought maybe if uh, people, you know, you've got people who are on set who take a photo, send it, make some cash, whatever. Who knows? Like leaks get out. I don't know how they get out. Um, but I thought maybe if they were filming some of these portions where it was men heavy, that might be the reason why they wanted to release this. Or I don't know. Maybe they were worried that it was going right. to get out in some way. I, it was just right. super, you know. It's it's cool. It is also cool st- just now. Now that we have more casting, right? Now now that we, we're getting more characters cast, we actually – there was I saw it on the Daily Trolloc. I don't know um, where they showed the white cloak, right? Um, we actually saw just what that what that may look like. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't like full – they didn't have like a breastplate on it, but it was just kind of the cloaks and stuff like that. And so, um, again, man, to me, it seems like they're kind of uh, – you know, when you think about how they could do this series, right? You know, I think of like – you know, like Game of Thrones, again, great example. And you could even use Lord of the Rings, um, the the movies, right? It's set in this fantasy world. And so I think our minds just immediately go to medieval, right? Armor, you know, plate, you know, leather, stuff like that. But then in mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, it was very stylized leather. They made every house. Um, it gave it its own kind of unique identity and its its clothing and stuff like that. And just it blends it all and you kind of create this world. Uh, the Lord of the Rings also did the movies did that very well. I mean, like the the makeup and everything. Um, and so now we're starting to see this. And to me, um, I, I also think they're going to be filming. Um, we know they're filming in Croatia, stuff like that. I, to me, I, I think more of that kind of like think like India, right? like silks mm-hmm. stuff like that as i think is to me is like the way they're going to be going with some of the fashion and 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 stuff like that and i think it's going to be i think it's going to be cool right they've got a really diverse yeah. cast um and it's going to i think help um just kind of build the, it's going to be i'm just start, i'm starting to piece it in my mind now that i'm seeing these characters yeah. uh, being cast you know you're like okay i can i can kind of start to see how this is going to actually look yeah, no, for sure. I think it it needs to be uh, unique. Uh, it's already a, a bold. These are bold. These are great. I think uh, casting decisions, and you're you're probably right. I mean, it is. We we are going to see something that, like, you don't want to just show us some medieval costumes and whatever. You got to make it right. um, different, and that's not really what is this, you know. In, in the book, it is the, like when you look at the descriptions and stuff. I I think um, 
it's a diverse uh, setting. It's it's it, every every little uh, country is different, and it's it's there. It's neat. So you know, yeah, I thought the white cloak, like the leaked uh, white cloak photo, was was actually really interesting. I thought, man, they're going for this. I mean, this is gonna be, it's just gonna pop. Everything's gonna really right. pop, and there's gonna be distinct. Uh, I, I think to, vis- to to see it, yeah, because I think. I think that helps. Like when you can see something come, you know, an individual ride up on a horse and you see them in that cloak. Well, you know, it's just, it's so bold and it stands out in such a way that you're like instantly, I know right. that's the, that's the white cloaks, you know, that's, that's yeah, the, the thing. The yeah. The thing I liked about, uh, the thing I liked about their costumes and in that, in that picture we saw um, is it comes across as a, like, it, it's almost more, think of it like a monk, right? You know, like it's, um, that's how it immediately kind of felt like to me. And so it, it looks very almost religious, right, in a way. And it's like, yep. okay, cool, because that's these guys are like an order, right? You know, they're an yeah. order. And so it it it's like, okay, perfect. I can see it. I it, it fits, it fits, and so I I, I liked it. I thought I thought it was cool. Um and then the tent they were by too, you know, so I don't know if that's if they're gonna be their camp or that was just yeah. what they have on set or or something like that too. But it had very specific design. I mean, it wasn't obviously just like, hey, like a filming tent it was like a tent on set so um so we'll see we'll we'll see with that but uh go you ahead. bring up something that's that's interesting i'm just gonna I just i want to see what you think about this because you you've heard enough about like the white cloaks and and these are the children right these children of the of of the light they they let's be honest they fight for the light okay right, right? They're, they're the good guys sir matt and it actually makes me i'm gonna a weird parallel here to like the Night's Watch in the Night's Watch. They wear all, yeah, in Game of Thrones, they wear all all black, right? And they, like, you think about how their order has changed. It was so revered, you know, thousands of years ago, and it was so important, and now it's a joke. Um, It makes you think that something similar has, uh, when I I read Wheel of Time, and I I look at what happens, and I kind of know what is going to happen with, with this group, it's, it's interesting to think that they, you know, you can imagine maybe once they were, as you say, they're an order, right? They, they right. are servants of the light. They are, they're ready. They like, they're going to be there for the last battle. They're going to win this thing. They're not going to let the dark one win. They're naming dark friends left and right. Yeah. I think we need to be out on the streets, you know, wow. calling people like, look, if you're a servant of evil, I'm going to let you know. Okay. Wow. <laughs> people need to be informed all right no true just, no i thought that uh yeah i i, I think you're right it, it does sort of feel like almost like um yeah they look like they could have been priests or they could have been exactly yeah um which i was like wow that's 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 different different than what i yeah. i had thought but it works and feels and feels right and actually while we're on that um i was looking for this see if i can find it uh here we go so it's dragonmount.com uh, a lot of the well-known in the uh, Wheel of Time community, you know how anytime there's a casting, right? Everyone freaks out, and it's not right. what I thought, not whatever. And I love this. They said for everyone in the back, men doesn't have to be 21 years old. Men doesn't have to be white. Uh, Swan doesn't need to have blue eyes. Moraine doesn't have to be five foot two. They just need to embody the character and blow us away on screen. And I think that's 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 really because you we were talking you and I were talking about um, uh, Daniel uh, cast as as uh, as Lan Daniel Henny uh, right. and I was like you know you were saying man that's just not what I it's not, that's not who I pictured 
or how I pictured him, you know, size wise, you pictured him as just this massive dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. He's just a little bit. He's to me. I was like, I just, more I, I, yeah, he is leaner. I mean, he's still, he's pretty athletic. I mean, you look at, you look at pictures of him and stuff like that. I mean, he's like, he's athletic, but there's a difference between being athletic and like being jacked. And I just, all the pictures of land, like from the, the books and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he looks like, he looks like a bodybuilder essentially. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. he's, he's, he's jacked. And so yeah. that's what I kind of thought. And so, I mean, this guy could put on, I mean, if you were put on like, I don't know, 10 pounds, I mean, maybe, maybe and yeah. then again, you know, when he's when we see him in his armor, oh, right, yeah. and, and yeah. he's gonna look he's gonna look bigger and yeah and and, st- and stuff like yeah. that, right? Yeah, I think he's I think he's a boss. I I like I, I like him. I I didn't I kind of now after hearing you talk, it's like when I think about who Sir Matt envisioned Land to be, he's someone who could like almost Arnold like Schwarzenegger. Ha- Okay, that thing. All right, yeah. I was thinking, like, in, in Game of Thrones, I was thinking, like, oh, you probably think he's like close to like the Hound or the Mountain level. Like, he could. Well, he know. does look. He does look tall, but I guess if Moraine is actually shorter, then it makes sense yeah. that because all the pic, you know, the pic, like you just look at the cover of Eye of the World. Right? I know, I, mean, I know. It's and land lands this like huge dude. He's Massive. huge, <laughs> but he's next to like teenagers and and Moraine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I but yeah, I just think that's that's cool. It's it's something to keep in mind. I I think, uh, gosh, they're gonna do this uh, some real justice. I think it, I think they're gonna blow us away. Yeah. I literally think they're gonna blow us away with with this TV show, and it's gonna be the next like it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be oh, it's, it's gonna it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the next Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you yeah, could, people uh, don't people didn't maybe, maybe didn't like the final season, but. Like, I mean, before that, I mean, literally, it was the show oh, yeah. that ever it was the show that everyone talked about for eight, nine years. I mean, well, it was like, I mean, everybody was talking about it. And I think this is the next I think this is that next show. Well, I'll tell you there. I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna make this prediction. This can be years. This is uh, we'll come back to this eight years from now. OK, the ending to this TV series, as long as it gets going to is going to take a lot is, is people is going to be controversial. Oh, it's gonna be wild. Uh, it's great. It's great stuff. But at least they have the source material. They can adapt it how they how they want. See, yeah, and, and that's know. and that's and that's the difference, right? In Game of Thrones, it has an advantage is, in that. I think. right, and yeah. So over. Well, over it might also have a disadvantage. Well, because we know what's gonna happen. Right, but I think if you're, I mean, we, yeah, we we will know. Um, right. Yeah, I still think though. There's things that they can do that are going to kind of blow us away that will be surprising. Like I, like right. for for like, me, well, Lord of the Rings, at- like watching that, I, I was still sort of like, this is epic. Like like you know, right. like I mean that last. I mean King Theoden's charge there, right? Like what like you know right. the writers oh, of yeah. Rohan. I mean that. I mean even though I read it, I mean come on. I mean how can you prepare for that? So yeah. oh I, it's. I, it- no, it was sweet. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. there's been there have been other book adaptations where they've gone in in different ter- like not maybe like they still went in the same direction. Like, I mean, I'll I'll we're I'm about to lose us like all of our listeners here. But Twilight, oh, right? Oh, Twilight, geez. right? Like, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I haven't read the books. As has I've only seen the movies. Well, I that's not true. I read the first book, but I audio booked it. But yeah. um, isn't like the last battle in that like it doesn't even happen or something? And then yeah, it's-, it's it's different. They they showed us what happens inside of Alice's mind. And that is not in the books. We didn't really, we, see we it. knew that she, we knew that she showed them, but we never really got to see what okay. happened. They made it, just, they made it seem as if it was happening. And we were like, okay, what? Cause I just, remember being in the, I just remember being in the movie theater and everyone around everyone in the movie theater. And I haven't yeah. read the books. 
Right. And so I'm sitting here and I'm just like, okay, whatever. And I had, I had, at that point I read the books. I was like, all right, I watched like the first f- four movies uh, just to get ready for, for that one. Um, like the days before or something like that. And uh, we're in there and I mean, everyone is freaking out. So like, this does not happen. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, let me give you an example, and it's kind of what we're going to focus on in today's uh, chapters, but uh, the dream world is something where if you didn't show us a Gwen or someone entering the dream world, and we're just watching a TV show, and all of a sudden we just see a Gwen on screen, and we see her walking up to Rand, and he's stabbed and killed, right. like you're freaking right. out, and then boom, flashed, and she just woke up, and like, you know. Yeah. Um, so you can do things like that, which I, I'm sure they're going to try. I'm sure they're going to do stuff like that to to really shock everybody. So, right. Which is cool. I I think it's good. No, absolutely. So, all right, as well, I mean, should, should we hit just dive in? Yeah, man. I mean, really, um, the only other thing I wanted to mention is that, uh, we did, uh, get a chance to kind of meet some of our patrons. Yes. Last, uh, week. And I wanted to, I wanted to just give them all a shout out. Uh, so Sir David, Lady Heather was there. Um, God, we had, we got to Okay, we've been doing Zoom hangouts uh, yeah. over on over on over on our patrons. And I got to say, the star of the show. Yeah. Um so we the um the so we we've been doing just uh we've been doing opening it up just to uh it was we do for our game our Ben the Knee Game of Thrones podcast, but we've let people for heroes come in and eventually we'll do just heroes one. So we're just talking wheel of time. So we kind of just talk a lot of different stuff you know we don't have to talk wheel of time but a lot of times we just but we we go back and forth yeah sir david is uh, is a champion man he is on, he is on our zoom hangout our page our patreon zoom hangout we're just talking everything and he's like working his job at his pizza he works at a pizza place and we're like what is he doing like at first and then he's like making pizzas deliver i mean the whole time he's just on oh. the phone like yeah. going to people's houses, here you go, and yeah. we're just like along for the ride, and he's just talking wheel of time the whole time, and it's Dude. it's crazy, it's awesome. So it, I got it. We got we yeah. got to give him a shout out. Absolutely, man. It, it was it was amazing. I, I they kind of turn into like almost like these uh, fantasy uh, happy, happy hour hours. sessions. Yeah, because yeah. I'm having some white claws, and we're hanging out, and we're we're talking to patrons, we're talking nerdy stuff, we're talking whatever. And at one point, I when he, when, it, the best part was when he first gets on there, and I remember it was like. Um, uh, Sir James, uh, Sir, Sir Sir Jimmy, like sees him and says, like, like, what is Sir David doing? And I lost right. it. I lost my mind because I I realized what he was doing. I was like, let's go. And he was just like, yeah, just out on the route. And like, we watched a whole shift. I mean, we yeah. were on for like six a whole hours. Shift. And I was Both like, this times. is yeah. this is amazing. This is so great. So, uh, but yeah, it was really cool to connect with everyone there. Found out that we have some people over on bend the knee who are listening and who are reading along with us as well. And, and, and just really, really, really stoked and happy about that. Um, Maglum is, is listening and, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's really cool. Weston, everyone shout out to all you guys. It was really cool to see you really cool to meet you. And I'm hoping to do some fun stuff with some of our veteran readers and our veteran uh, patrons just in regards to possible spoiler stuff, or even just uh, chats about where we currently are in the book series, just kind of extended, you know, just um, right. get, bring on a different perspective. We had Nicole uh, Sadai of the White Aja was on recently, and we were talking about the Great Hunt that is now up. You can go check that out on our YouTube channel. So yeah, just really fun, and I'm getting getting really stoked um, about this series and the news that's coming out in this fall, and, and and you know a trailer and everything. And God, we need it. We we need some. <laughs> 
We need some good news. We need some yes. something, you know. So yeah, well, it's coming soon. So yeah. All right. Well, as let's dive into the reread, uh, starting with chapter twenty, uh, visitations. Matt is visited by Celine. Uh, chapter twenty-one, the world of dreams. Uh, Varen gives Egwene a Terran Grial that grants access to Teleron Riad. Uh, 22, The Price of the Ring. Uh, Egwene has her accepted test and abandons Rand each time. Uh, 23, Sealed. Egwene is raised accepted. 24, Scouting and Discoveries. Uh, Though sick, Matt defeats uh, Gawain and Galad with Mm. his staff. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you is all I can say because I'm sick of it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. Uh, 25 here. Questions. Uh, Someone disguised as um, Elsa uh, Elsa, uh, visits the girls. Uh, behind a lock, the girls find possessions of the Black Aja, who fled, indicating uh, Tyr as their destination. And 27, Teleron Riyad, Egwene dreams herself into the Stone of Tyr. Yeah. Yeah, man. So this is... this is uh, It's Egwene. It's, it's, it's Egwene heavy. It is. Yeah. And I, I like it because you get to go see some of these lower levels in the library. You get to understand more about like now. I mean, we venture to the Brown Aja quarters and talk to Varen. No, I will say, uh, yeah, one of just as you said, the Brown Aja. Right. Um, one of the coolest things about this uh, for me was the when she asked the question, what does it mean to be? green aja and she has to explain it you know and yeah she, they, they explain like okay this is like you know what the different ajas do and all this stuff and i thought i thought i thought that was pretty cool and that is as you were saying sorry as i cut you off here um, oh good yeah, just yeah, yeah. kind of kind of what this is we do get some more more about like what it would what, what the eyes to die like day to day yeah kind of do absolutely yeah yeah I, th- I think that's to me um it's like the you know in those video games where you get some time you can just kind of roam around and you get to kind of like go to the the, side, the, the quest. Little side quest and, and you go learn about something it, uh, to me that's what that kind of felt like is yeah she's asking about the green aja you're learning about the brown aja um you're you're i mean the red has been in our face quite a bit we're learning about them the black um, the black aja for crying <laughs> out oh my god uh light um yeah so so it's it's cool because it is such a it's it's complex and sometimes like Okay, when when I'm reading the series, it seems to just be like it it flows really well, and th- there's enough. Some people say Jordan is kind of repetitive and stuff, but I think he he repeats enough that you really understand it, and you start to understand the the dynamics because he knows how com- complex uh, this pattern is, and mm-hmm. and the the powers and and the power systems, and then the political maneuvering and all that kind of stuff. But then there's such really good enjoyment in just the characters as they grow and develop and, and intermingle. It's man, I tell you, it's, it's freaking awesome. I love the experience. I love reading wheel of time. It just always makes me like happy and in, in like a good place. So yeah. And uh, this is definitely one of those cool sections where you get to slow down and kind of see the world around us. Cause I wish we got like, for example, in game of Thrones, we, we refer to it a lot, but like, I wish we did get to spend more time in certain places and sometimes you do you like you stop and you slow down 
in a place like Winterfell or King's Landing and you venture off and you see stuff and that that's really neat. You, you really get to kind of latch on to that location and you have to. The White Tower has been referenced, you know, so much here in, in Tarvalin and it's like such this uh, place of mystery. Moraine is mysterious. And ironically, we, we don't really see Moraine uh, interact with the White Tower much up to this point at all. So we're sort of like, wait, who? I mean, still, mm-hmm. Moraine uh, remains a mystery to us because we don't see her here. And I think that's that's also clever. So, but Absolutely. yeah. Let's, uh, so some major takeaways from this batch of chapters. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of, a lot of it, a lot of it is just, it's just, a, it's just kind of a straight line. Well, I mean, first let's start. Hey, chapter 20, Matt is visited by Celine. Okay. Celine at this point has visited, uh, just about everybody. Okay. She's visited yeah. Matt. She's visited Perrin. She's, you know, she, she's, she's visited, she's visited Ran, right? And Matt mm-hmm. straight up asks her if she's a dark friend. Yeah. And she yes. says she doesn't follow anyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and isn't that interesting? I mean, the way she encourages, like, the confidence that she has. Um, but multiple times she has been asked whether she is an Aes Sedai. And sometimes that upsets her with Rand. And sometimes it's just sort of like she's real dismissive about it. But it's like, you're in the White Tower, Matt is here among all these other Aes Sedai. So, yeah, he's going to ask you about that. And it's just weird. It's odd. Like, she is such a, a mystery. And it like the, the one thing that kind of... How does this mysterious person get in and out of the White Tower? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, here, goes, here goes Sir Matt asking questions. <laughs> he's, he's on well, to something. I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I need you to answer it. But no, I'm it's just, a great question. I'm just, I'm just raising it as a question. Just be like... I mean, come on. What are what? Maybe we right. shouldn't trust the Aes Sedai. Okay. I mean, because they're dropping the they're dropping the ball. Right. Right. First, you're right. You know what? I think it was last week or the week before. You you um last episode you said something about okay. So the Black Aja, do they exist or do they not? You know yeah. what I mean? Like we've been told they don't, etc. Well, clearly they do. Okay. So why mm-hmm. don't you guys just fess up here and tell us what's mm-hmm. going on? And then you have this whole. Uh, business with yeah, some girl can just who's not a nice Sedai, yeah. by the way, can just walk in here and do whatever she wants, and she can talk behind the Aes Sedai's back. So I'll put it that yeah. way, and tell Matt that he needs to be doing X, Y, and Z. Oh, and they're probably keeping information from you, right? Yeah. You're, you're you're um like, will they tell you that your father showed up here in Tarvalin? And I and get this, Matt, knowing that information and believing that. That maybe they did, but wanting to see whether or not the Omerlin will actually tell him that. At first, she just says she she, you know, when we, when we first are introduced to Moraine and we hear about Aes Sedai, we learn that they, uh, that there's that there's they they can't lie. They still they tell truths, but like they can dodge certain things. If they don't want to talk to you about right. an, about a, a topic or an issue, they find ways to kind of navigate around it or push it down uh, the road a little bit and. He's, I forget how he puts it, but he says something about his father uh, possibly wanting to know where he's at and what, it, what has, what has um, become of him. And they're like, well, we'll just write a letter letting him know that, that you're okay. She does not tell him right away, oh, your dad was here with Rand's dad in Tarvalin looking for you guys. And so right there, I got to say, I have to say, that's a little bit, it, it may not be telling, not, like, not telling the truth or not what, but you're still being deceptive. Am I wrong or no, if I'm wrong, I want someone to send me a pigeon about this. All right. You're 100, Please you're 100%, tell me I'm wrong. You're 100 you're 100% right. 
I just think, is, you know, is, I, is, is, is all I'm going to say about it. Okay. I, I still, I love the White I mean, Tower, and I, it's, I, but I, and there's it's, some and, shady stuff going on. Well, there is. And there's <laughs> this like, oh, we, you know, later at some point they're talking about, you know, like uh, it's naive and every, they're trying to figure, you know, what, what's their next step? Because they're yeah. tasked to go hunt down the Black Aja. And they're talking about, like, you know, well, does this person fit into a pattern? Is there any pattern to it? It's like, you know, it's like, is that all you guys got? It's like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like literally, it's like you have to look. Well, let's just look at the pattern and see, like, dude, what's going on here? What's going on? Here? Right. You know, it's like, do they li- do they live too much in the pattern and not enough in the here and now? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what are you stumbling into here, man? That's all. Oh, that's all. I, look, that's all I'm gonna say because mm-hmm. I mean. On one hand, it's like if Randall Thor is the Dragon Reborn and he is who he thinks he is, yeah. then you better just get out of get out of his way. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's something Perrin kind of says. It's like, okay, wait a second. So that's why I always say there's this there's this back and forth of like you can get caught up in what's prophesied, or you can just live your life. You know, like like what what is or what will be will be. You know, like and you just kind of have to if you feel pulled one way or or, or another. I mean, like, and you can you can try to order your life by the prophecies and by what's being, you know, laid down or being told to you or what you've read or whatever. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to live, you just have to, so yeah, you stumbled on something that is, you know, pretty pretty interesting with this series. You just got to get out there and, and uh, be you, live your life. Yeah. 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 Hey, that's all, yeah. That's, that's, but you're that's right, they're, they are looking into this whole pattern uh, business, trying to figure out who the black aja are and let's i mean i know we talked about it and that suan is kind of has has laid this on nynaeve um and Egwene, and they've brought elaine into it but really these these kids just showed up to the white tower and she's like well, i can't really trust anybody else and they are super powerful so there's there's that i mean it's been acknowledged that Egwene and nynaeve are extremely like their potential is really high very high so they can hold their own, but they're not trained, you know, and it's, it's great. It, it works great for, for a story, but it's just like, wow. I mean, so there's that. And so they're, they're, they're on that, uh, on that mission, but to finish up the whole, uh, situation with Matt, just a reminder, he has been healed. He's been separated from the dagger from Shadow Logoth. Uh, there may still be some residue there. There might still right. be They're They're kind of saying, Hey, some maybe you have to stay here. Yeah. Maybe there's some of that going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, and he's, he's super hungry. Also very interesting that Celine notes before the Aes Sedai come in, before Suan and her keeper come in, that uh, she says you were going to want to eat because of the way they healed you. So clearly Celine has some knowledge about the healing process right. and understands what they did, you know. And it's also weird that, well, I mean... Matt is a little is a little curious about it. He it's obviously interesting and and I think he just kind of dismisses Celine as someone as you know basically everyone's going to take interest in me if they know that I blew the horn of Valir, right? I mean right. that's kind of kind of where this right. is at. But they, they, but really they start, they start talking about options. The I said, I yes. said well, what do we do? Yeah, right, exactly. And and it's like, but I guess if I'm Matt, I'm thinking, um, like when it, when you go back and reflect on Celine's presence and what she was doing here, that's a bit odd. Who is she? Right. What is she? Exactly. What is she doing here? You know. But how he is also. In? How did she get in? Who Who is guarding the door? Gosh dang it! Like who is? I mean, we got black ajas. We got mysterious people. I mean, what is even going on? Right. Right. 
So, um, but we are at least reassured by the Omerlin that they do intend to keep Matt around. He's got to be there uh, at the last battle. He's got to sound the horn. You yeah. know, they they kind of intend uh, for him to be that 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 person. And it's cool because in the beginning of the Dragon Reborn, Moraine notes it's sort of the theme I think for this book. It's it's kind of we don't get a lot of Rand. You've noticed that. You keep telling me that. There's You're like, not, there's, not, there's, not a, there's not a lot of Rand in this book. Right. Up to this point where we're at, it's just been... Um, it's been Perrin on... and Egwene heavy, really, if you really yeah, want. Yeah. yeah. And now and now, you and I are just now venturing into Matt coming awake Matt. And, yeah. and, 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 and the fight. And I take us back to Moraine saying, I've neglected what was right in front of me, which is two other Taviran who were very strongly, strongly Taviran. Um, so that's something she can't ignore, and maybe she has. She's been too focused on Rand. Um, so I think that was almost a nod that we, the reader, need to shift our focus as as Moraine is, and and yeah, you know, we got to learn more about Perrin and what what are they going to go through and what's going to go on with Egwene and so on. So yeah, that's sort of how we set all of this up. Now, um, so anyways, they leave Matt alone. He's got to eat. He's super hungry. We can now move into kind of Varen uh, giving Egwene something and talking about like her being a dreamer. This is what do you think yeah. about the dream world? Like, what do you? I mean, yeah. So, I mean, is it weird to well, you? Like, is it hard to understand, it, or is it like no? It, it's it's not. It's not really hard to understand because okay. we've seemingly been in it quite a bit, right? Yeah. You know, Rand and Balsamon have had right. uh, a lot of encounters in a when in Matt's or in his dreams. I mean, everybody's had had dreams um, and stuff like that. So uh, we've pretty much been there. So the, just kind of getting that explained a little bit more, I guess, was like, okay, now we actually have some like hard data on what it is, what it's defined as. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they say Egwene is the first dreamer in like 400 years or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. And and so what that, I mean, what that means is, is that she, she's been uh, letting everyone know sort of what she's been dreaming about, what she's been seeing. Is she seeing things that are happening now? Is she seeing the future? What is it that she's actually experiencing? Is she visiting that dream world? Where, I mean, what's that? Allow, what is that giving her access to? And that is all the stuff that we're we're kind of learning about. Um, Varen does decide to give her uh, a a, a Terangrial that is like it's a stone ring, right? That is going to help her more easily access the dream world. And allow her to explore it, learn the rules, learn its function, and see if there's a way to kind of um, tap into that. It, it's import- It's such a rare thing, as you say, been, being 400 years since we've had someone with that ability, that it elevates Egwene a lot more. And she is very much, uh, she's, she's very important. So, Right, I was talking to you, I was talking to you off air, uh, and I was, because uh, later there's a part where they're all hanging out and they talk about how Nynaeve is might it might be the most powerful of them, especially when she's angry. And I was like, "Is Nynaeve more powerful than Egwene?" You're like, "Well, I mean, yeah, just, yeah. it's all just kind of different. It's all just kind of different, right?" Yeah, it's it's sort of like what I mean. How important is the dream world, right? So we're starting to see that 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 Egwene uh, has a really strong connection with it, and we even see that the other two characters uh, that that are near her, Nynaeve and Elaine, are deferring to her like this is her thing this is her speciality right. it is whatever. cool it is cool yeah. it seems it's it, we're starting to define everyone's characteristics and powers right so now it's like okay bef- before it was like well they're all just um Taviran. 
okay, well, now you have Perrin has the wolf, you know, stuff going on. It hasn't really been, like, fully, fully, fully explained just yet. Um, we know, Matt is now at least tied to the Horn of Valir, right? Uh, you know, and then, of course, Lan is a warder, so he's pretty power or Lan, uh, yeah, he's pretty powerful. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, uh, Moraine is an Aes Sedai, yeah. so, like, she's obviously pretty powerful. Um, and then there's Rand, who's the fucking dragon reborn, who's <laughs> yeah, obviously right. who's obviously just he can't control it yet, but the most powerful, uh-huh. uh, and will and will be the most powerful at uh, at, at some point in the series, as as is eyeing me uh, suspiciously here. Well, I'm just wondering is is he also not extremely dangerous? Should we not control him? You know, no, we should. should we not? <laughs> hey, no. that's the whole thing. You know, that's that's that is what Selene is saying. You don't She's telling you don't Matt. you don't you don't put a saddle on a Mustang. OK, OK, you don't put a saddle on a Bronco, man. You just let them you just let uh-huh. them go. All right. Hey, I don't know, man. Moraine, according to her, she says that, like, look, I mean, he still has to survive and actually make it to the last battle, you know, so yeah, he could kill himself before. I mean, or be killed, whatever. You know, all right. Well, we'll and see. we do. But, hey, we since we're on Egwene, we do see later on. I'm, I'll, I'll jump to that in a second. But we do see her kind of use some of her abilities, go to the dream world and see that Rand is being attacked constantly. Mm-hmm. Like the w- like by him. And, well, I'm just going to jump to it for just for a second, because when he leaves Moraine, he does make himself a little bit more vulnerable. And, you know, it's not all I mean, like. Everyone still has to play their part. Everyone has to do what they need to do. And it is a pattern, right? It is not just a single thread. That's not what the story is about. It's about a pattern. And it's about multiple characters working uh, together and everyone, you know, playing their part and, and doing what they need to do. And so they've got to, they, they've got to live up to this. We've already seen in, in the Portal Stone um, various versions of this story. And they don't end well. They seem pretty bad. And Matt seems to come out... Uh, saying to Rand, you know I would never betray you, right? Well, why would you say that coming out of the, out of the, out of the portal stone? Does Matt is there potential for Matt to do that? You know, I mean, it's things it makes you think as a reader, like wait on, you know, hold on, something could happen right. here. Um, so so yeah, and I guess that'll lead us into what we'll is transition into Egwene going through her accepted trust. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. So we saw this with Nynaeve earlier, right? Where Nynaeve saw like three different. Visions. One, she was married to Lan. One, she was back um, the, talking to the the wisdom at, at yeah. Two Rivers, and I forget what the third one was about. But um, uh, those were that. That's what she saw. So now we see this with uh, Egwene, and she, it, they are all involved. Rand. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they do. And so it's it's like you see sort of um, the first one, right, is, is the past or, or what was and then right. the present and then the future is, is that is that third kind of uh, trial. Yeah, right. And so well, here's a question. Uh, and just because it's just because it's, it's interesting, although I, you don't need to answer it right. Um, right. Unless it's unless it is something that is like explained later and it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the funny thing is, right. So we see Nynaeve and Egwene. Um, go through this vision where they see potential futures, but in a different way, Rand and those guys saw something similar, right? With the, with the portal stone, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Where the and they're in the um, the ways, and and they but they see like yeah. 150 different. Oh yeah. Futures. 
So right. is it is it like similar? Like is it like the way they project these? Is it similar, or was that just like because Varen at that point seemed like oh that was weird, like that was kind of an anomaly, like she didn't even really understand what it was. Right, and it's something that they don't like. The, the, those are something that um, like the markings. Remember, Selena's first there with Rand at the portal stones, right. and it's it's the it's I forget what they call it, like the the maybe or, or like the what the the like this um, possibilities. It's this right. other because like, Ingtar because because Ingtar was there too, yeah. and he's like, yeah, nah, you know, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. I, I think it actually did a lot for those characters. They saw that their choices matter. That when I come out of this, I still have a choice. Um, they right. saw which like, is why other Ingtar possibilities. Fights, which is why Ingtar turns to the light. He fights for the light, <laughs> right? I mean, Brand tells him, right? You know that that you can. I mean, that you just have to. You just have to choose. You have to choose to fight for the light. You have to want it. That's it. That's all you have to do. And and that's how you can stop being a dark friend. And he does. And it's just like, wow. Yeah. I mean, like, let's go. But. Yeah, in all of his motives, like I think them seeing that every day our choice, what we decide to do, is is super important. I mean, just the way we interact with one another, the way we um, order our life. Yeah. So, will we? And you don't have to explain how or why, but do we? Does that ever get explained? Like what what that was? The portal stones. Yeah. I don't. Why the portal stones showed them those visions of the future. I honestly don't remember if if it is ever okay. explained really, or if they learn more okay. about so them. Just, so, I, I, so is it? So is it? Is it? Because I was just wondering if it's is it something similar to this? Because it seems like obviously the eye said I control this, uh-huh. and because yeah. Egwene asked the same question when when she comes out of here, she asked, "Was that real?" And Shiriam tells her right that everyone asked that question, and 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 that right. we don't. Like, was it, are, are they actually seeing, like, that past that she's seeing, right. or, or what was, or whatever she did, um, is that real? Is that an actual alternate reality? Because right. um, I, I guess, I guess my question is, is it, does the, does the I have control over what you see, or yeah. is it just the pattern is what it is, and they just can monitor what it is you see? Well, and actually, so that's the thing. So you go in and each person sees their own. I mean, that's it's it's pri- kind of a private thing. Like what was shown to Egwene is for Egwene only. Uh, they don't right, know. Yeah. They, yeah. So she goes in and it's really like she's experiencing um, so sort of a cleansing. So then how would it's, it's, so then how do they know? How would they know if you failed? They are sending. Well, because you have to come. The, you have to come. The way will come but once. And you do. Whatever you're seeing, they're they're super tempted to stay. They're super right. like the so you the, could the theoret- so, it, is, so you you could actually stay. That's what they, they they say. Some of them have not come out. Yes. Okay. Okay. They okay, never yeah. returned. They the way will come but once. And if you don't take if you don't um, act upon that, you could you could miss it. So they are actually, and I don't know exactly how this works, but they so they're are like tapped into sending the, wheel? the arch. That, well, so they're, 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 well, I mean, I don't it is still kind of a mystery as to what those what are they actually, you know, seeing? What is it actually showing you? And and there is something there's another place in Rand. It's not, it's not in Randland. It's somewhere. But it is uh, that you another group of people will experience something uh, similar. similar. 
and okay. and it's explained a little bit more, and I think they they talk about it more there. So I, right. maybe we'll see. Right, because the cause only parallel yeah, between the two. Right, and that's why that's why I guess I brought up the the portal stones because that's the only other similar type event that we've had. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, Nynaeve did her trial, and so now we are seeing this again. But we saw Nynaeve's trial before we saw the portal stones, and so it's like, hold on, are they are these connected? Are they similar? Are they? I'm just asking. Yeah. The, you don't have to answer. I'm uh, just, no. yeah, or whatever. I mean, obviously, we are, but I'm just saying. I'm sure mm-hmm. there are other first-time readers like myself who are being like, "Hold on a second. I'm these are these these things are are quite similar." Yeah. So now the portal stone. It's it's it, and I'll I'll say this because it is going somewhere. There is a reason why it's it's in here. It does two things. It allows them to travel across great distances, which is like they were trying to use the ways to do that. It's a portal. It's taking you from one point to another. But to do that, um, they do go into this world of, of uh, like this alternate realities within the pattern. Um, you have to use the one power to activate it. Rand uses that and picks the symbol, right? Um, and it, but yeah, whether or not, let's see, let's see, what is Land? You don't, yeah, you, you don't have, you don't have to give any spoilers. So here's what she says. I think this is in, let me make sure this is in the Great Hunt. I'm pretty sure it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, just didn't want to read something from the wiki that was uh, beyond where we're at. So, Landfear shares with Loyal that there are worlds where it is, well, um, there are worlds where it is time rather than distance that changes. Spend a day in one of those and you might come back to find a year has passed in the real world. Or 20. Um, or it could be the other way around. This one seems pale to us because it is a weak reflection. A world that had little chance of ever being. Um, others are almost as likely ours. Uh, those, are sol- those are solid as our world and have people. The same people. You could go to one of them and meet yourself. The pattern has infinite variations, she says, and every uh, variation that can be will be. So, yeah. Okay. There's, there's that. That was chapter 16, uh, The Great Hunt. Um, but so... Yeah, that's that's a mind boggle too to kind of think about all of that because that is what they they spend months. Remember that they spend months in the portal stone and they come yeah. out and they've lived hundreds, if not more. Um, you know, flicker, 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 flicker. I mean, they're seeing all sorts of stuff happening there. So it's this what Egwene goes through is much more controlled, um, and it's it's only three. Uh, so I kind of think what maybe these guys saw was way worse perhaps right because those guys saw like a hundred yeah and also that's even confusing because because when they travel they don't have land fear to <laughs> edit <laughs> uh i think we've again. i think we've said that Celine, <laughs> i'm still Celine gonna land fear i'm still gonna edit it so when they travel with Varen, when when Rand uses it and he goes through, they don't have Celine to kind of interpret what that world was that they that they used. So they they right. quite possibly went into a different 
um, world, and maybe it was one where they saw many different variations uh, of what life would be. Because when, remember when Rand and 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 Loyal and Huron go into the Portal Stone, they aren't seeing that, right? That that doesn't happen. Remember that they only have to they face a few monsters and they come across Celine, and then boom, um, you know they're they're able to to travel a great distance, but um. Oh, that's tough. I, I, I honestly hope some people have some, some answers and can send me a pigeon on like maybe what you guys think think that's all about. I've never really looked into it. I've always been mystified by it. I've never just uh, had the urge to go really look it up and, and you know, and do, do a lot of research on it. Because to me, it just seemed like it was a way to show us that you can travel from one spot to another uh, and you can you can move there quickly. And then it also showed you that there's this there's multiple uh, alternate realities so okay all right well hey so um let's let's move on after that um Egwene, you know she comes out of it right and we, hold on, we do need to talk about how the 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 ring right caused some frequency some disturbance right yeah the the terong the terong the terong yeah 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 so so when Egwene is going through uh her her accepted test um and again, each time she's realizing that she's abandoning Rand to die, right? That was the reoccurring theme is that in, in each of those, something's happening. And in the last one, she sees herself as the Omerlin. And they bring Rand sort of before her. And it's like, what should she do? Is she going to betray Rand? What's going to happen? This whole thing uh, goes down between her. Her keeper is stilled. She's taken away. Um it seems like outside of that, that uh, the the other Aes Sedai are dealing with this, whatever this, like the resonance or the, the like the, I don't know what it, what, what exactly it was. Um, but uh, they're, they're holding almost like the gate open or they're, they're really, because then it takes, it takes Egwene a little bit longer to realize that it's there and, and that the way is out. And remember, the whole point with these tests is to see that you will... Like for you to face sort of your your sins, your fears, the thing, things, whatever. Like you have to face all of this. Is you're facing your trial, and then you're still choosing to serve the tower, to come back through the archway and join with them. And so it's almost like this trial of of will and determination, and that um, even though you're you're very much sucked into an alternate reality where where Rand is dying, and and there are thirteen Murdraw. And Dreadlord's closing in on him to turn him to the dark, by the way. That was the second vision, right? I mean, that is mm -hmm. is nuts. And then, you know, Gwen is thinking 13 Black Aja. <laughs> you know, she's she's right. putting the numbers right. together and thinking, holy smokes. Um, that's that's a little interesting. But so so yeah, I mean, she's she's seeing that and she has to see him, you know, dying there and everything and say, The way will come, but I need to go through the archway. You know, here it comes. I have to continue to choose uh, this order, this group, the White Tower, and this cause over, 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 over all of that. So, I don't know. Hope. I mean, I would love for someone to send maybe uh, send us something. You know, if you have other thoughts on on Egwene and these accepted trials and really what it's what it's all about, and if there's more deeper hidden kind of meanings to some of it, um, it'd be pretty cool to kind of I guess explore. And I've honestly never actually put the a thought about the portal stones, and and this the the accepted and the t this test. Together. Yeah, I've never really really thought about those t t uh, together. I just know, and maybe it's because I know the device 
I, I know what they're trying to show us with the portal stones and what's going to be, what's going to happen gotcha. later and, and you know why that's cool. But I, the whole aspect of, yeah, the, the, the various lives lived and was it real? That's the question they all are asking is, is, was it real? And it's, it's more so that it's the effect your experience in there is real, right? I mean, you did experience it. You come back into the world that you know, and even though like, so dreams, so you and I have dreams, right? Um, I wake up in the morning after a night tear and I'm, I'm sweating or something and I wake up and I don't feel good. Why? Uh, because what I experienced was real in a way, right? It may not have been like, I'm not actually getting, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like some of the scariest dreams I've ever had, but, but they affect you, right? They actually have a, an, an, an effect on you. And so when they come out of each of these things, those are experiences that they've had and now it has changed them in some way. So, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, next, uh, so, okay, next chapter, chapter 23, um, to me, this, this was the chapter I was talking about where, uh, uh, Egwene is talking to Alana, right? And she's asking about the different kind of, she's kind of talking about the different kind of Ajas, and she asks about what it means to be a green Aja. And so she kind of explains who they are and stuff like that, and then Egwene's like, no, what I, you know, kind of what I meant was what does it mean to be one? And Alana explains that you must love men. Right. And then she goes on, not like, you know, how other people do and stuff like that. She's like, no. And she says you know, that the green Aja are the battle Aja. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that they are, you know, stand ready to face the shadow spawn armies, at, you know, Tarmont Gaiden. They're a big deal. Uh, they're, they're really cool. They are. Um, yeah. They're ready for the last battle. They're prepping. They can they will they will tear some people up, man. They are something else. And, and yeah, they do typically have like um, a lot of times it's it's joked among the other Aes Sedai that that you're if you're interested in men, you, you know, and if, depending on your level of interest in them, you may want several warders and they might have numerous right. warders and all that kind of stuff. You know, um, some of them, you know, maybe you'll even marry your warder, whatever. I mean, right. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a pretty it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, I, I like Alana because she's she's kind of saying that this was her fault and she should have stopped the whole process and she should have realized that something was going on. Uh, they, they do explain, remember that Varen gave um, Egwene the stone ring uh, so that she could access the dream world a little easier and study it and things. And she's got these papers uh, to, to, to kind of look at, but uh, it's almost like the fact uh, that having that in the same room and that she snuck it in there and she was, <laughs> she had no time to go back from Varen's uh, study back with Elida or I'm sorry, back to um, her own quarters and, and, and drop her stuff off before like Shiriam intercepts her and takes her straight to her accepted trial. So she's got to strip down and then she's got papers and she's got the stone ring and she wraps them all up and puts them next to uh, the, the, the Tirangrial. And so it's like they are that might have they might have been inter interfering with with one another, if that if that makes sense. And what's right. interesting is is that. Essentially, when, when Egwene goes through this test, it is as if she's almost going into, like, you, you start to make connections between the dream world and what they see in the dream world and what's actually there. And it, you can actually go ahead and connect the portal stones, go ahead and connect the, the accepted test, all of this, and, and look at, like, are those all somehow connected? Because they, one of the things that Alana says is that when they had two Terangrial in the same room that had similar purposes, that if they were similar in purpose, they, it's almost like they're magnets that would like 
you know, be pushing against one another or, or, or like, you know, causing some sort of like uh, disruptance or something. I don't know, you know. So, yeah. but she she's kind of mystified by it and just said they should have f- done a full stop and almost checked and that they could have, you know, could have hurt Egwene. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, think, I mean, you know, here, here, here we go again with the eyes that I just. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are like, wow, Matt just hates the I said I. No, I just think we need to, you know, question. Him. No, Matt was warned by Tom Maryland back in the day that, that you know, that, yeah. to, to not trust him. Okay. So. And I mean, I mean, me as Matt, not, not. I know. Matt. I know. He, although, although Matt also has, Matt Cotham also has reasons not to trust him too. And let's just go ahead and jump to the next chapter because that's Matt's chapter. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, this is uh, chapter 24 here. Uh, probably my favorite chapter of the whole bunch, uh, to be entirely, in, entirely honest. Uh, yeah. right. So he wakes up, right. You know, um, he looks in the mirror, you know, he's beginning, he's like, Hey, he's looking better. Um, he gets dressed, decides to abandon his spare clothes, but you know, takes his dice. Okay. Um, he seems surprised. Hey, there's no guards outside his room. Right. And so he can kind of, he gets up, kind of walks around, um, you know, d- does some stuff. Um, and uh, ultimately, you know, he comes across some mortars or watching over students sparring with swords and all this stuff. And he ends up running into, uh, you know, Gawain and Galad, right? Um, yeah. and, uh, they ask him, you know, are you here to learn the sword? Matt replies, you know, I'm not whatever. And then ultimately he's, he, Matt says, I could beat you guys both with a staff at the same time. Yeah. And everything we've heard, okay, is, oh, Galad, this Galad that his muscles are so great. I just, you know, oh my God, every time he takes his shirt off, it's like the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's like all the women ever talk about. Okay. Well, then <laughs> yep. they start fighting, and Matt says, uh, luck time to toss the dice. Okay. Yeah. And then the war they seem kind of interested. Whoa, this guy's speaking in the old tongue. Uh Matt, which Matt has done from time to time. Mm-hmm. Right. He's, he's spoken the old tongue, which is which is odd. Um, and then within minutes, uh, you know, hey, the fight starts. Matt hits Gawain. Is it Gawain or Gawain? How do you pronounce I it? I say Gawain. Gawain. OK. Yeah. So they, they kind of go back the and forth a couple times. To- the yeah. audio book, I think, goes back and forth a couple times. Yeah. So anyway, Matt hits Gawain on the head and like he's bleeding. Yeah. I mean, then people look at him like, dude, what did you just do? We're just like sparring out here. Uh, and then, you know, we he find, you know, he would go here. We go with um, Galad, right? And Matt knocks him to the ground and almost kills him. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. And they the whole thing is they're trying to be I mean, the, the setup for it is, is really cool because uh, both both Godwin and Galad are sort of like, look, we don't want to do this. I mean, come on. You know, it's it's just like if. If they win, it's like it looks like they just ganged up on this guy who's still super thin and gaunt and like he's not even full strength, by the way. He's not even fully mm-hmm. like recovered, mm-hmm. which think about that for a second. Right. I mean, he's still got a lot going on. He's just been healed. Uh, he's eating a ton. Well, and, you know, I'll right? just I'll just I'll, I'll just say it since he's not here to say it in any of these chapters, as our good friend Loyal would say to oh man yeah no it's it's so um, so so right so then matt knocks him down and then hey the the warder says they ask him they say who is you know who's the greatest blade master of all time all right jerem okay well he had once been defeated by a farmer with a quarter staff 
and they would do well to remember it. And isn't that interesting? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. would do well to remember it. Yeah, it's it's a really cool um, moment for Matt just because you see how how awesome he is. You know, and he, he talks about being from right. Manethrin and then, oh, wait, I mean, the two rivers. Um, so you're starting to say, like, all right, what what is going on with Matt? Why is he recalling, you know, uh, just using words in, in the old tongue uh, more and more? And it just kind of sl- slips in and out of it, really. Uh, he's talked about right. not having his memories and, and maybe they're being uh, th- them being filled in with these different memories. And he's he's confused by all of that. So, yeah. And he talks about his father, actually, in this a little bit and that his father was was also someone who, you know, u- used the quarterstaff and was and was good at it. So I think it's pretty neat, like despite everything that they're, that they're taught and you could be a blade master. Right. Uh, but still be beat by a farmer with a quarterstaff. That was pretty cool. I was like, all right. So basically all this hype on, on uh, the, the blade forms, I mean, give me a quarter staff, right? Well, isn't Randall Thor the greatest blade master of all time? I mean, it's Is a he? wheel. Okay. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a wheel guys. It goes, it goes around and I mean, obviously he's going to become the greatest blade master. Is he? All, all right. All right. Yeah. He's the freaking dragon reborn. I mean, how could he not be? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you said it. I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, greatest, greatest. Well, I'll tell you right now, he struggles quite a bit is, uh, is, right now. Is, He's still is, learning. Is Jerem a hero of the horn? Oh, it's a good question. It, what does it say it, about it, him? I just cl- well, I clicked on his thing hoping I wouldn't get spoiled, and I wasn't. It, it, He's yeah. only mentioned like twice. Yeah. Does it say he's a hero? Wouldn't be surprised if he if he, uh, if he was. Yeah. You know, it doesn't it doesn't say that he is. All right. Well, so, uh, they don't okay, name a lot right. of the heroes, though. Remember that in in uh, at the end of the Great Hunt. So, right. if you want to throw them in there as a hero, I say go for it. Okay, hey, I'm 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 fine with that. Um, okay, Ez. So uh, we have three kind of chapters left here, and they all kind of center around Egwene, um, and you know Egwene and Nynaeve, right? So now we're, we're we kind of finished with Matt stuff. We go back to Egwene. Um, Egwene's in Nynaeve's room, going over the papers Varen gave her. Egwene thinks about the two dreams she had, one of the Sanchan, another of Rand reaching for a strange crystal sword as a net falls over him. She dreams of Rand walking into Shea Ghoul and of Rand confronting the Sanchan. Uh, she dreams of Perrin with a falcon and a hawk, both of which Egwene is sure represent women. But the hawk was holding a leash and trying to fasten a colon around Perrin's neck. She also dreams of Perrin with a beard, leading a pack of wolves, and of Matt placing an eye on a balance and hanging by his neck from a tree. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? I mean, it's it's yeah. that's that's what she's dreaming, and and what does all of that mean? How many pro- how many prophetic dreams and visions do you get in this series? It well, feels I like can't every, tell it feels you. Like, I mean, it, it feels like every other chapter, to be honest. Uh, I, I will say that as I've slowed down and, and reread this, I am amazed because I was even just looking in, in, in my book there for, for a second. I was looking back over the wiki and I was looking at um, another great resource, by the way, for uh, anyone who's interested is is the, the Tarvalon.net library. They've got a bunch of cool uh, resources there. So I was just doing a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, looking. Um, I was looking at actually Egwene's last um, trip through 
you know, the, the, the tier on Grial and, uh, wow. I, I, it makes you, it really makes you think about what those things are and what are they actually showing us and how close are they to reality? Are some closer than others? I keep, I'm kind of still stuck on that because as I read back through it, I'm thinking, wow, okay. Yeah. I can kind of see more of, uh, potential patterns, I guess. So yeah, that's all I'll say. Yeah. But yeah, man, she's having these dreams and it's like, like, is she seeing the future? What do you think? I mean, what do you well, think? Well, I don't know. It's, it, but the, it, it's, I think it's just tough to say because, again, uh, that's why I asked that question. How many prophetic dreams do we have? That doesn't necessarily mean they all come true. Uh, but, I mean, it's just like, geez, man, it feels like every other chapter is like somebody's having a prophetic dream about something that may happen at some point in this 15-book series. So, I mean... I don't know. We're only th- we're only we're only two and we're only two and a half in, so it's it's hard to say. But just feels like just feels like there's going to be a lot. Uh, yeah, it does. Well, and, uh, so going clear back, this is something that that Jordan does a lot of, right? So you've got men. I mean, all of her viewings and what she is seeing and what she saw in the beginning of of this very book uh, was she saw one of the tinkers dying, right? The tinker that comes to right. see more rain. She kind of she knew that what she saw was death. And she was very certain her, her abilities are way more concrete. And she has like, yes, I know exactly what's going to happen. And when I know it, I know it. Um, whereas like, yeah, I think the rest of this is it's up for interpretation for the reader and even the character. They're trying to, to determine whether or not what they saw is, is it happening now? Did I, did I actually see something that, that is happening or am I seeing something that will happen? Um, yeah. I mean, just kind of a comment, you know, something that they have to to wade through and we no. have to wade through as well. So, no, it's great. I wasn't I was, yeah, I no, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't criticizing. I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to think about like this and 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 reading towards the future. It's like how much of this stuff's going to happen like next few chapters, how much of this is going to happen in like book 8 or the book 4, you know, 14. It's like whoo, but it's it's like a lot for people who have read it the the whole way through. Well, it's actually um that's why it is so well written. Like as I go right. back through it, I'm just sort of like, there's this layer upon layer upon layer. And then when you think about what Celine says and what other characters have said, and even Varen talking about these other worlds, they say that other worlds that are almost laid on top of this world, and that you could possibly access them and things. They, they hint at that a lot. And um, yeah, yeah. And again, it is a wheel of time. And, and it is a wheel, right? It is something that, that has that, you know, uh, there, there are patterns to it and stuff. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's a good question though. It is, it makes you stop and think at, at every single one of these, like, will, will we see that? Or is that just something like, what, what's the point of showing us that, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what it is, is that like, so if you see that someone is in trouble, if she constantly is seeing Rand is in trouble, is that a warning for her? Is that something that she needs to get up and go to him? She's she's debating, do I tell this to people? Do I not? Do I trust the Aes Sedai around me to tell them all the secrets or the things that I'm seeing about Rand? And if I do, are they going to mistreat him? Because I just went through my accepted test where they wanted me to still him. So And I chose not to do that, and they deposed me. So, you, you know, you, like, so that's sort of um, right. the, the, what, what I guess Egwene is, is going to be is going through so yeah yeah okay all right well hey uh so um you know chapter 25 here uh they're trying to find patterns right because varen gave them information right um 
and they're trying to they're they're trying to put all this this stuff together. Um, you know, the only pattern Egwene notices is that all of the Ajas except the Red, of which Leandrin was the only one, lost two sisters each. Um, they're kind of getting frustrated because you know they're they're trying to you know find who the Black Ajas are, right? Um, right. So she thinks there's probably still some in the tower. Um, Egwene notices that the thirteen. Um, that 13 Terangriel have been stolen and more than half of them um, use unknown, right? Last studied by um, Karain Nadal, uh, four more have uh, some connection to sleep. Another is a long black road labeled dangerous and almost impossible to control, um, which produces uh, balefire. The, they, the woman seems suspicious that Varen uh, has not noticed that more than half of the stolen Terangriel have been studied by Corian uh, Nadal. And at one point, it's not this chapter, um, I think it was a chapter a while ago, where uh, Egwene, for a second, thought that Farron might be Black Sedai. Yeah, yeah, she did. She, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, because she when she first gives her, and that's what she's thinking about everyone. They and I, it's now also they're, now they're just now they're just suspicious about everybody. Yeah. About everybody, right? Uh, and it's 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 part of the problem that that Swan has as well. So the Omerlin Seed has that same issue, and that like. Who can I trust? I mean, they're like they're all very skilled at um, well, a lot of different things, and 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 you saw even how the Omerlin was almost trying to, uh, uh, you know, skirt around the idea that that Tam and Abel Cawthon had you know showed up to Tarvalin when she's talking to Matt. So she's she knows how how she works um, works around things. So could others be working around some of the oaths they've sworn or or just what you know whatever. Um, right. that's why she trusts these, these girls. And so, yeah, you're right. You're seeing the effect of that on Egwene and Nynaeve. They're like, everyone's black Aja. They're yeah. all black. Aja. We can't trust anybody. Well, well Hey, sp- speaking of not being able to trust anybody, Egwene runs into a woman here in a little bit, right? Yeah. That, uh, she runs into a woman dressed in all silver and white and notes that she is extremely beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, who tells Egwene that she is bold to be alone in the midst of so many murderers uh the woman tells Egwene that she saw um elise or else sorry Mm -hmm. um uh running away down a nearby corridor uh and leaves and then Egwene, you know begins to head down that she can't find the the woman she's she's vanished yeah who's that sound like who is that (laughs) i I know i know right uh yeah and and so again we we come back to a security issue uh with with the white tower um (laughs) We're just kidding, by the way. I, 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 I you know, uh, clearly this is someone who we need to pay attention to and is is causing some some issues. You know, was, was trying, you know, I mean, is it Celine? I guess it's the question, right? Do you think that's Celine? Yeah. Oh, I hundred percent think it is. Yeah, that's, I think we talked about. We've that. already think, we've yeah. already seen her there. She was talking to Matt. Yeah, exactly. Same same description. Extremely beautiful. Or same description. Excuse me. Um. So, I mean. Who is this individual who knows all this stuff about? I mean, it seems yeah, the Isidai and seems to know that they're murderers, right? Or you're you're yeah. surrounded by murderers. What does that? She's mean? probably one of them. She's probably one of them. I, mean, I don't like, trust her. I don't trust her either. All right, um, but she does kind of give them uh, in in some odd way. Uh, well, she she's just mysterious. And then when when Egwene walks past her, she looks around, and then boom, she's gone. Uh, they're trying to tri- uh, she's trying to track down. Uh, L's to see if she right. she was the one who dropped a little bit of knowledge in that like hey you might want to go check out this certain storeroom where all of the black Aja all of their possessions are right so right. they can't find a connection between 
They can't find a pattern. They can't connect the dots. It all seems random. It's almost too random. You know what I mean? It's like extremely random. So what what are we going to you know find here? And they go to the libraries. They go down to like, oh gosh, where did they go? Um, they're going to, to the lower levels and they come across like a room that's locked, right? And they have right. to use the power. <laughs> Nynaeve gets pissed and, and <laughs> uses the yeah. power. Hey, breaks wait, the door. When I need get when, uh, when I need gets angry, she's really powerful. You know, is yeah, what, is what we what we come to learn. That's yeah. right, that's right. So yeah, uh, you know, they're they're gonna figure out that when they get in there and they look at the what uh, like the materials and and um, some of the objects that were possessed by these Black Aja members, every single one of them is pointing to Tear. Right? It seems like that's maybe where they were going, or that they were highly interested in that region and so did they did they flee there are they going there for some other reason like you know what's what's up and it's almost too perfect it's almost like they go from complete randomness to like this is too easy like there's too much here like anyone who saw this and sifted through this should have known that they're going to tear right uh so mm -hmm. they're really now like we're being set up this is a trap Nynaeve says and Okay, they're going to try to find some answers. They're going to send Egwene back into the world of dreams and, and kind of figure out, you know, walk around, see what she can see and figure out what's going on. Because do, do they spring the trap, right? Is that what they do? Right. Or, or, I mean, do they go back to Suwan? I mean, like how much, I don't know. I mean, like what, what, what do you do at this point? Once you figure out that's where, that's where they go. I mean, what is their, what is their mission? Is it just to, it's to figure out like where they are, who else is maybe Black Aja, uh, it, so they've, they've got quite a, a task ahead of them. So now I think we're into the last chapter here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this is where, yeah. yeah. 27 Teleron Riyadh. Yeah. This is where Egwene dreams herself into the stone of tear and she sees a lot of, she's a lot of stuff. And the question is, is she, it's almost like, is she actually there? Yeah. Yeah. Is she? <laughs> God, I, I wish I like man. I I'm gonna have to go and in our extended edition. Uh, I'm definitely gonna do a little bit more research on on you know the dream world and all these connections uh, that and things that I'm thinking about right now, like on the spot, like things that are happening in these chapters that I think are really important to to future stuff. Because yeah, her going to to tear dreaming herself there, um, trying to figure out what is there something of interest there? Should they pursue this? So. Um, and, and it's almost like, so did you get the, the, the dynamics of when she does fall asleep and she actually gets into the dream world, she has control over it a little bit. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, she's yeah. a dreamer. She should. Right. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, obviously if the dream if dreamers have sort of abilities inside the dream world, then that would make kind of sense. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she can kind of control, um, various things, you know. Uh, we'll get into more sees, of, of what she can do, she, I guess. Yeah, I mean, she, uh, you know, she sees uh, Parent, right? You know, there's mm -hmm. like a there's a wolf that gets close to attack her. Parent wakes up to see her, and then she kind of, you know, flees before the wolf attacks her. And then she finds herself somewhere else, right, by a campfire, and she yeah. comes across Rand. And Rand freaks out because he doesn't think it's actually her. He thinks it's a it's a dark one. Yeah. Have you? Let me ask you a question. So. Because uh, sometimes Sir Matt reads ahead just a little bit, and I'm not sure. Have you read past this chapter? No. All right. Okay. So, all right. I got to ask because, uh, you know, 
Do I think she's actually there? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's actually there. She's actually interacting with Perrin, and she's actually interacting with, with Rand. Yes, I do. I do. Okay. And the reason the reason I say so is because she finds Rand out in the middle of nowhere, right, by, like, mm-hmm. a campfire, and that's exactly where I imagine Rand being right now, uh, yep. is out in the middle of nowhere by himself since we haven't seen him, um, and, like, scared and tired and just... You know, hasn't seen anybody, hasn't seen his friends, hasn't talked to anybody. Who knows what he's thinking? I mean, he's thinking about, you know, he's talked, he's talked about killing himself before he, you know, destroys the world and all. I mean, so that's, so that it was, I totally, I 100% believe that she actually is, is there in some sort of, you know, it's almost like Luke Skywalker in episode, you know, episode oh, eight, yeah. where he's like, he's like a force projecting, except she's actually there, but just through the, Mm-hmm. dream world okay okay yeah i mean whether yeah, or not it's... she can phys- whether or not she can physically interact with him i guess i should say is is interesting uh is 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 maybe the the difference but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah okay cool. certainly i mean certainly she could be standing next to him and talk to him yeah at least yeah. And, and there's 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 the interaction between yeah like like parents um you know the wolf that is next to parent right. like chases her off and all that kind of stuff yeah right. um right all right, so so after that, so yeah, you're right. She she comes across Perrin, she comes across Rand. Uh, really interesting stuff there, and then eventually, uh, she tries to focus on her mission, and she ends up finding herself uh, in in tier. Right, she she she's in this great hall uh, filled with redstone columns, and she meets this ugly servant woman named Sylvie. Who is Sylvie? What I don't is know. going? Because Sylvie's talking about Balsamon. Right in yeah. this in this great crystal sword, like I mean, who is this? Uh, Kalendor. So, yeah, yeah. So she notices the sword. Um, interesting that she notes she notes that it's guarded by this complex weave. It's it's uh, Saidar and Saidine, both are are seemingly uh, protecting it, according to Egwene. Uh, yeah, and then so, you know, she's 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 seeing this. This is like she's focused on just her mission, and this is where she she is taken or she goes to. Um, she is, they hear voices, not quite sure who's coming or what's going on. And then she has to get out of there and she has this kind of like agonizing pain. Um, when, when she, when she wakes up and she tells everybody what happened, except for, she does leave out parents bit about the wolves. She's still kind of protecting parents. She knows a bit more about that, I think. And she was around when he went through some of, um, he was there with Elias and it's, it's parents story it's his bit to tell so she's not really gonna you know reveal much about that but yeah everything seems yeah. to be pointing towards uh calendar and tear and we've heard Rand talking about stuff like that we've heard uh perrin and and all those other individuals in the camp with moraine were dreaming about a sword right that shining sword mm-hmm. so yeah I, I do just want to say really quick because when i when i read that that it's called Kalendor. I had to go look it up because I was like, where have I heard that before? And so I remember I was at this play once and it was a play about King Arthur and um, King Arthur's sword is Excalibur, right? But Mm -hmm. uh, it is also listed, it's also listed as a couple names. So like Excalibur is probably derived of something and it's originally Caliburn. And so I was like, oh, I know I've heard that before. And so I was like, and so I was like, oh, I mean, so that's obviously right. So similar, so that's yeah. like, yeah. 
Yeah, that's so awesome. Just, so just similar. Yeah, because I was like, hold on, I think I've heard that. And so I wanted, I was like, is that like another name for Excalibur? But I mean, it is. It's a magic. It's a you know, it's obviously like a yeah. crystal sword. So it's it's a big deal. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so they, yeah, so they have to decide what to do, man. They've they've seen, uh, they have all the clues, whether it's a trap or not. They've got the Black Aja on the run. They're tasked to to hunt them down. Um, they've been raised, accepted. Elaine and and uh, um, Egwene share a moment uh, after the accepted test. They're all kind of bonding over that. And uh, yeah, they have to figure out though. So Elaine, the whole issue here, and this is what's kind of this is this last little curveball, right? Is that Elaine wants to go with them? She doesn't have to, but she is a, she is in on this now because they've included her, and so uh, she she almost knows too much, and also she just will not be told that she's not going. But we know that her mother, Queen Morgaze, is not uh, not would not be in favor of of her hunting the Black Aja, right? Come on, I mean that's just not that's not uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, they're who's they, going to let their daughter just... go and do that, right? Exactly. Yeah, I especially mean... somebody, especially when it's like, hey, these all these all people just became Aes Sedai. Let's go send novices against like Black Aja. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Uh, but they need. I mean, to, dude, dude, what, what do, do other what are other new Aes Sedai get? Do they? I mean, what are the, what are their tasks? I mean, right. Well, that's what I said. Like, yeah, the whole thing is that like it's almost like Suan's put in this position where. Who else can I trust? I know they're very powerful. It's it's as if they've been sent to me for some reason. Uh, they seem to be special. Everyone agrees that they're special and super powerful. So, uh, yeah, there's there's that. Um, I don't know, but but anyway, the whole point is is that they do not want Queen Morgays coming back and getting pissed at the Omerlin and everyone else if they just take off and pursue this. And they're debating whether or not they should do that. Uh, so they would need someone to take a message to her mother, take a letter notify her mother that um she's that she's okay that's what they discussed at the end of that and uh all Nynaeve says is that she she uh she knows the perfect messenger right she knows yeah. the perfect the perfect messenger so we'll see who that is uh later on when we get yeah. into yeah in, into the next chapters but okay all right as hey we got a pigeon here uh are we are we yeah today from, yeah absolutely uh, so lady Aaron. From Aaron. Lady Aaron here. Uh, she says, hey, uh, I have heard of the Wheel of Time on Bend the Knee. I knew if you guys recommended it, I would love it too. And I do. My dad and I are reading it together. He's a huge Lord of the Rings fan, so I thought he might like this as well. We are currently finishing up the first book and having our own book club. It's bringing us together. Thank you for all the work you do. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we're getting into it uh, now before the show because it's... It's going to be nice to be kind of like, oh, I know what happens and all of this stuff. But uh, I mean, a year from now, it's going to be uh, it's going to be about all new people. Right. Because they're going to be all watching the show for for the first time and, and getting and starting to check out the books and, and stuff like that and see see what's all going on with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I'm really glad that Lady Aronson uh, sent that to us and uh, r- really cool. I, I kind of want to know what uh, what they're talking about, man. I want to know what her and her dad are, are, are discussing. You know, what, what are their thoughts on this? I can imagine that uh, if he's a Lord of the Rings fan, he would really he would really like this because Robert Jordan's whole thing is that this is he wanted this to be this great um, this great tale for us here, right? And and that you know, right? Uh, and to basically say I'm going to take what what we have in, in the Lord of the Rings and in his mind, make it more real and more now. And, and what right. would it be like to be, you know, um, those boys that are tapped on the shoulder and said, let's go save the world. 
you know, what's yeah. that like? So really cool. Thank you. Thank you, Lady Aaron. That's that's awesome. And you guys feel free to send those in. I'd, I'd love to hear what you guys thoughts are. And again, like this this episode, I, I will say I have pulled up right now as we go into the extended edition after this episode is over. Uh, I've got the accepted test pulled up. I mean, I, this whole time I've been pulling up uh, tabs here and just just diving down my own separate rabbit holes here because Matt's asking these questions and I'm going, I've there's a connect. There's can, there's can, uh, I, can I talk about it? Can I not talk? Right. Can I? Can I not? And also also like I do want to have a partial conversation about it with you because I think I have a I'm little not, better. Yeah. I think I have a little better answer for you. So we'll get into that in the extended okay. edition. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, guys, with that, we want to thank you for answering the call. In our next episode, we will be discussing The Dragon Reborn Part 4, Chapters 28 through 34. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a message at thehornofvalier at gmail.com. We will see you guys soon, and remember that the grave is no bar to our call. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.